Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for Below Grade Level. Buckle up and get ready for the time of your life. Hello and welcome to Below Grade Level, the show where we take the books that we read as kids and read them as adults and ruin them. I am one of your hosts, Jonathan Eaton, and with me as always are Chris Zaleski. Hello. And Becca Eaton. Hello. How are you guys doing? I'm good. Pretty good. Good. And with us today, our special guest returning to the show is Kelly Fuller. Howdy. How are you doing? Just dandy. That's your you, correct last name? Just dandy. No, yeah, just dandy. <laughs> just dandy. Kelly, just dandy. Um, I was doing an intro on one of these episodes recently where you were on like one of the legacy things, and oh. and I was like my guest on this episode, and I was like Kelly Fuller. She got married. I think that's still her. I last did not name. change my last. I didn't name think so because of patriarchy and laziness. That's fine. Okay, cool. So I was right. Half, yeah, half, it does take way too much effort. I don't want to do that. I I still haven't changed it on everything, and mm. it's been like six years. I'm oh way God. too lazy. But also, like the thing that you don't think about um, with the name changing is that it makes it really easy for your male. You can tell who's soliciting and yes. who's not because they've just given me a different mm, last name and I'm like this isn't for me to the trash you go <laughs> the best is all you know is that I got married yeah the be- they've also done it to my husband too so occasionally he gets stuff with my last name oh, and that's that funny. makes me feel powerful oh yay <laughs> so I'm now I know been, what a man feels like <laughs> I, I've just been sitting here trying to remember what Alex's last name was <laughs> it's, it's, just it now. it's just Andy it's just Andy Alex just Andy um, so this episode, we are starting a new book, and we're starting something that we have never read before. Uncharted territory. So we've done Goosebumps, we've done Fear Street, we've done Babysitter's Club, and now we are branching out even more into, I don't know what the hell you would call this kind of book, because I've never read one of these, but... It's like sci-fi. It's like sci-fi? Yeah, yeah. Animorphs. We're going to read an Animorphs book, and unlike Babysitter's Club, where we started at number one... This this is Animorphs number 42. Oh, so I mean, close enough to the beginning. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure they printed like 15 of these a year. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, this is Animorphs number 42, The Journey, written by K.A. Applegate. Definitely a real name. Totally a real name. Related to Christina. Who wants to describe what's happening on the cover of this book for our listeners? Well, I think it's pretty standard for all of the Animorphs covers. Uh-huh. So we've got a, a lady in a, a little dress. Mm-hmm. Well, this, is a, this is a very 90s looking dress. Yeah, look at the mm. floral pattern. Um, she's in a definitely natural looking standing position. And it's just images of her going <laughs> like from left to figure. right. Basically sta- yeah, like an action figure. <laughs> yeah. um, going left to right, it's her transformation into an elephant. Oh, do you see the tagline? Rachel Ooh. is about to go where no human has gone before. Dot, dot, dot. Space? I know. That's Into what I know. Like, yeah, we were just the talking about The final frontier? Trek. Yeah. Cleveland? Well, everyone wants to flee to the Cleves. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a, it's a nightmare vision of a girl turning into an it's elephant. It's horrifying. I never read those books as a kid because I found the covers too upsetting. Yeah, it's always like the in-between ones or that yeah. first one right there where her nose starts elongating. Oh, and she's like, and like tusks are coming out of her like cheek. 
<laughs> They're coming out of her cheek. I wonder if well, any of them got stuck. Like, oh, stuck in the middle. Just like, kill me yeah. now. <laughs> like, I'm a monster. I'm <laughs> front to God. Her, her pose really is like a Barbie. She's yeah, just she, like, like her arms are, but she's like a store mannequin. Yeah, like it's her, a really weird resting position. Her arms and legs are both at like three quarters. How else will they let her arms reach the ground as an elephant? <laughs> just doesn't make well, sense ew, otherwise. Look at her arm in that one. Oh ew, no! Her, do you see her fingers? <sighs> do you see this? Oh no! Oh god! Her fingers are like turned, just turned into nails, like like just toenails. <laughs> oh, elephant feet are weird. Um, I don't know if we want to just like jump right. Oh God. Okay, Chris, do you want to? Okay. <laughs> so the inside cover. Okay. All right. So the inside cover because there's always a wonderful illustration. The so way more baffling. Behind the cover, and uh, it looks like they're on some sort of alien planet with some sort of centaur character with antennae, kind of like a. He looks like the tick as a centaur. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that show. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it looks like he has 18 abs. Oh, yeah. And then there's another like lizard-looking guy. Yeah. And a giant elephant. <laughs> and just an elephant. Who, so what I whose think name is Rachel. Is, what I think is that this looks like they're in front of a boot. A boot? Like, that looks like a boot to me. So wait. I feel like they're really teeny tiny in front of like a human boot. But then I don't know what oh that God, gooey wait. stuff is. That's oh, so yeah. That wait, she's right. It is a boot. Why is the elephant so small then? I don't know. Is she shrinking too? I don't know. What's that gooey stuff that, on the wall? Oh god, I don't even like. It looks like sat. <laughs> Everything Gross. about this is very upsetting. God, I'm just thinking about the stuff that I chose to read as a kid instead of animorphs, and like I read American Psycho, <laughs> and somehow that seems better. Yeah, yeah. That's probably out, less disturbing. Mm. <laughs> like I was almost, I? Oh wow, there's so many. I mean, these these names give nothing away about. Ooh, there's a oh. series called the Megamorphs. What? And the Andalite Chronicles. And the Alternamorphs. Oh, boy. So here's my prediction. We're jumping in 42 books into this shit, and we're going to have no... I read a I, little bit of the back cover, and I was like, oh, no. I'm hoping that it's like a lot of kids' books where it's very redundant, and we get at least one page of like exposition okay. of what the fuck they are and what the rules are of this world. Okay, I hope so. All right. I also just had a thought in my head that this concept is so similar to a lot of the books that me and Kelly have read on our other podcast, CD Reads, oh my where God. he's animals. Yes. But then they fuck each other. Yes. So that's say, probably not happening in this say, book for tweens. The whole time no, you guys are going to be it's wondering. A, it's a very similar concept. Like, when will they fuck? <laughs> well, see, well, the, the books that we read, they never fucked as, like, the bears. Right. Was, they never fucked shifters. as animals. They always fucked as human men, which yeah. is infinitely less interesting. Yeah, but, right? Uh, <laughs> not like I want Although I don't know if I could handle like, any, like, descriptors the, of a bear dick, but... The most disappointing thing about that is when we read the mermaid books. Yeah! Because that's, like, the question is, like, how do you fuck a mermaid? Like, yeah, where's, where's their genitalia? Just, yeah. Is it in the scales? But no, they just turn into humans with legs and normal human bodies. That's such a cop out. I did not get that question answered. There should the be quest like... continues. I'm going to yeah. find it. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to regret it, just like with our Bigfoot finds. Oh, you will definitely regret <laughs> oh, <God>. it. <laughs> we should take this moment to plug you guys' uh, you guys's other podcast, CD Reads. Yeah, it's a podcast we never do. <laughs> but when you We've do it... We've been doing it for like five years, have maybe six episodes. <laughs> but when you do it, it's so good. Thank you. It's a real weird look into the world of romance novels. And it comes from a place of love. It does. I feel like I need to say. Which high? 
to love it. You guys ought to go to like the the convention they have in Vegas. Oh, my mom God. went. Really? Oh yeah. Well, my mom loves romance novels. She went to a convention <clears throat> in Vegas. It was a gift from my sisters. She got to meet that like a lot amazing. of her favorite authors and shit. That's pretty fun. I feel like yeah. if you guys went there, you would just like walk up to every author and be like. <laughs> I don't think a I lot of the authors we read would be at that convention. Yeah, I don't uh, know. A lot of the stuff we read is like yeah, the Chuck free, Tingle seems like free he really Kindle. Wants to keep his identity. The woman who wrote the Viking books died. Oh no, she just died. Yeah. Wait, Joanna Lindsay? Yeah. Oh, she died. Oh, Joanna Lindsay died? Yeah. Oh, damn. I just read about that. Even she, you know that name? Yeah, because she, she was like the. She's like, like one of the most like prolific yeah, writers. Yeah, she's been doing yeah. it forever. Yeah. Yeah. She had something like fifty books or something that she'd written since the seventies. 80s. I don't remember. But That's yeah. Sad. Oh. Yeah. R.I.P. Joanna Lindsay. We dedicate this episode of Animorphs <laughs> this, to you. This episode of Below the Grail where we read an Animorphs book is dedicated to Joanna Lindsay. I hope you're watching people fucking heaven. If you're sad about Joanna Lindsay, CD reads. Yeah, the episode you guys just did. The yeah. last one was Joanna yeah. Lindsay. Yeah. Vikings. Right? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it was. It was. We, we, well, we recorded so many... some at the same time, but no, the most recent one was the oh Vikings God. one. There are so I many similar things where I, I remember we did pirates, but mm-hmm. I kept thinking the pirates were Vikings, and then the Vikings didn't really do, they weren't really like no, the Vikings towns were British or anything, people. so they were just like people at a castle. They were just like Nordic, in a Nordic region, but with English names. Yeah, it was I, very confusing. I went on a tirade. Yeah. I'm still mad about <laughs> it's, it. It's hard to keep track of I'm these I'm still things. mad about that. Santa Clara to die at three. <laughs> <laughs> Forever bitter. Forever angry. And if you're a fan of CD Reads and you like books about gardening, check out Reedy Seeds. Jesus Christ. The follow-up podcast from your people Boo. at CD Reads. Boo! <laughs> Boo! All right. <clears throat> Chapter one. This is Animorphs, just to, just to bring the listener back. <laughs> Chapter 1. My name is Rachel, and I was facing down a controller in a purple and pink Dunkin' Donuts uniform. He was holding a Dracon beam, smirking the Uh-oh. little jerk. Uh-oh, okay. Uh-oh, already. We are in Sew. over our heads. Sew. I'm imagining that's how that's pronounced. T-S-E-E-E-W. <clears throat> he fired at... Oh, that is how it's pronounced. He fired at point-blank range. Hit me right between my three-foot-long tusks. <laughs> I roared in pain and anger, mostly anger, like a couple of Dracon beam blasts are enough to take down a 1,300-pound African elephant. Yeah, an elephant. I can morph into animals whenever I want, and I can also morph a cat and a cockroach and lots of other animals and bugs. Sounds like fun, right? Um... I hope the next sentence is like, let me rewind. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably wondering <laughs> how I got yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Ten fu- years ago. I listened to that entire page with an open mouth. <laughs> Dr- Dracon beam? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. She phased out a controller. She works at Dunkin' Donuts. There's a lot to unpack. Does she have health care? <laughs> is she in My the Dunkin' Donuts? Donuts? It's probably hard to find a good vet in Dunkin network. Donuts Did she... Uniform? Form, Did she right? just wait? Yeah, she, Dunkin' Donuts uniform, so she works there. It's probably hard to find a good vet. Okay, so underpaid and getting shot. The controller is wearing the Dunkin' Donuts uniform. Oh, oh, oh. See, I, was, I thought it was an elephant wearing a Dunkin' Donuts. So it's holding yeah, a yeah. Dracon beam. A Dracon beam. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're okay. okay. No, I'm going to go Dracon. We'll get there. All right. I'm going to read that last sentence again, just just to set the mood, because otherwise <laughs> we're going to be like, what? Sounds like fun, right? 
Wrong. <laughs> like about 1% of the time, it's not seriously unpleasant. Mostly morphing is a weapon. A weapon is the most desperate battle ever fought by human beings. Here's the deal. Oh, Earth okay. is under attack. The planet has been invaded by aliens called Yerks. These guys aren't into exploring strange new worlds. They're into exploring strange new bodies. They're parasites. Yeah, they are. Sexy. Like lice or ringworm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only intensely worse. In their natural state, yerks are nothing but gray slugs until they infest a host body, enter the brain, sink down into the little crevices, and take complete control. Little brain crevices. Little brain crevices. God, I'm getting so horny right now. <laughs> They're called brinkles. Brinkles? Yeah. How brinkles. do you spell yerk? Uh, Y-E-E-R-K-S. And say it again still. <laughs> E-E-R-K-S. S. Yerks. Bad guys. I'm writing this down. Gray slugs. Gray yeah. slugs. Gray slugs. Yeah. Brain control. Brain control. Okay, c- c- carry on. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Once they have you, you can't focus your own eyes or draw your own breath or decide when to pee. You are powerless. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, all the most important things in life. So they make you, like, Hold your blank bladder and for pee. eternity or just pee yourself constantly? <laughs> well, first you pass out from not being able to breathe, and then you pee yourself. Mm. This book's so hot. <laughs> it's hard driving these humans. Constantly needing to just breathe like pee and pee. Everywhere. <laughs> you are powerless. A slave of the most complete and hopeless kind. You can still do one thing. Just but, one terrible thing. You can watch in horror as the yerk in your head lies to your family, <gasps> betrays your friends, plots to take over your planet. Frightening? Oh, yeah. And it gets worse. They make Me- shit coffee. <laughs> <laughs> we are in a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> oh, God. Me and my friends are all that actively stand between the yerks and their evil conquest of humanity. Just a group of five kids and a young alien. Awesome. Oh, and an alien. And yeah. an alien. So there's only five? Mm-mm. All right. That doesn't seem like enough. Mm-mm. We're trying to hold on until help gets here from a few billion light years away. See, the Yerks have enemies. A race of amazingly advanced aliens called Andalites. Okay. Andalites look like deer. What? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, they're in our backyard all the time. Hold on, I'm not done <laughs> describing if deer had blue and tan fur, humanoid arms, and scorpion-like tails tipped with wickedly sharp blades. So not at all like deer. So that blue, no. that blue thing on the inside cover. Yeah, that's that's definitely an andalite. The like centaur uh, thing. Yeah. So it's like a yeah, it's like a bug centaur. Andalites also have two main eyes on their face and two on swiveling stalks that sprout from the top of their head. Beautiful mm. mm-hmm. and intelligent and cunning. Not too long ago, who am I kidding? What seems like a lifetime ago? An Andalite ship got fried right above Earth, torn out of the sky while battling the Yerks. My friends and I saw it fall. Saw the dying Andalite war prince named Elfanger crawl from the wreckage. Listened, stunned, and just a little freaked out as he gave us the technology that allows us to morph. Ah. To acquire the DNA of any animal we touch and then to become that animal. When did she touch, touch an a elephant? cockroach? Oh. You can touch an elephant at the zoo. You no, you can't. Yes, you can. If 
they walk up close to the edge. Uh, yeah. And you ask the handler. I've touched an elephant. <laughs> and now Rub I can it morph in. into one. Yeah. <laughs> but there was only one rule we had to follow. Stay in morph for more than two hours and you stay there forever. Become what Andalites call a nothlet. Come on. <laughs> Stuck in your morph for the rest of your life. Someone who okay. means a lot to me knows about this firsthand. He'd stayed in morph too long and now he lives his life as a red-tailed hawk. That sounds awesome. He did regain his morphing ability, but when he demorphs, he's not a human. He's a bird. Uh, what? So, so you can so morph into top. other things, but you can't morph back into human. Okay. That's how I understood I it. I like the idea that like he told her all this, but she might go like, Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> Maybe, God. well, no, she can't be a hawk also. Um, There's okay. more bow downstairs, Chris. Where the fuck? Okay. Okay. When he demorphs, he, he's not a human, he's a bird. That's the sad part, at least for me, is that he seems to like his life the way it is now. Why is that sad? I'd rather he be miserable yeah. and a hawk than a happy hawk. <laughs> No, it sounds like he is a happy oh, hawk. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. She, yeah. She'd rather he be miserable be ever, she, and yeah. stuck as a hawk than just yeah. a happy hawk. Okay. But even though it seems futile, we've been fighting ever since. Trying to hold on, even though we've just about given up waiting for any more help out of the sky. So here we are. Jake, our leader, and my, and my cousin. Cassie, my best friend. Marco, Jake's best friend. And a totally annoying... Never mind. Oh, love it. Piece Chris, of shit. It now. <laughs> Tobias, a blue man, and a lost soul with the body of a bird. I really have read too many of these romance novels. <laughs> and Elf Fangor's younger brother. Oh, fuck me. Uh, Elf Fangor's younger brother. Aximile Esgareth Isthil. Ugh. This is written by H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> it's not racist yet. <laughs> Oops, I just called Cthulhu. <laughs> we call him Axe because Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, there's one important thing I forgot to mention. <laughs> Yerks. Yerks feed on something called Candrona Rays. It's like, it's, the, it's hyphenated. Like, why well, you gotta make it harder than it already has to be? Candrona rays. Who they typeset this. This is my issue with sci-fi, just in general, is like they try to bog you down so hard with these funky words uh -huh. that sometimes you can't pay attention to what sci-fi is really about. The Glibbermax, like, like the scrambly flat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I feel like. That's what Rick and Morty does. I was just like, gonna say Rick yeah. and Morty like just purposefully like, lampoons it. Yeah. Well, that's how I feel Flooby about Noops. Hitchhiker's Guide. As much as I love it, it's yeah. it's really fucking hard I don't to read. Like it because yeah. I'm like, I don't know <laughs> oh, what yeah. most of what you just said is, and then you're never gonna bring it up again. But you're gonna introduce like five thousand new words in the <laughs> yeah. next couple chapters. The words are the joke. Uh, the Yerkes need. Just don't think silly words are that funny. <laughs> I, yeah. The Yerkes' need for Candrana is the one flaw in their strategy. A weakness, an opening that we can exploit. Every three days, thousands of Yerkes gather together at the enormous Yerk pool complex <laughs> built the Yerk convention under in our Vegas. town. <laughs> uh, destroy the pool and the Yerkes will starve. Uh, how many fucking times are we going to have to say Yerk? Take a drink. Uh, not enough. <laughs> we just found out from our... 
We just found out from our Android allies that she... Cool. You're not writing these notes down. That the Yerks were beginning... It's too much. It's already a lost cause. Honestly, at this point, I was like, I gave up. (laughs) The Chi, that the Yerks were beginning mass production of portable Kendronas. The heads of the Yerk organization have had access to these for a while now. Oh my god. I am already such a fan of this. (laughs) See, I was just thinking like we fucked up. We picked the wrong book. (laughs) (laughs) But mass production, that meant each and every yerk, no matter how low down on the corporate ladder, would be able to feed in the privacy of his or her own home. So yerks get promoted? Yeah. (laughs) As easily as you nuke a frozen pizza. Aliens aren't safe from capitalism. (laughs) This yerk's just an intern. (laughs) The yerk pool would be obsolete. Our enemies would be rid of their only flaw. We just couldn't let it happen. So we'd attacked their factory, a dingy old industrial building on the edge of town. Of course. <laughs> Windows painted black. Bruce the Yerks. <laughs> the Yerks had disguised it as a Dunkin' Donuts bakery. I love that Bruce Springsteen's on the Yerk factory. <laughs> no one would ever consider Dunkin' Donuts a bakery. <laughs> Darkness in the Yerk pool of town. <laughs> the human controllers were even dressed in the ever so stylish polyester fast food uniforms. The Pepto-Bismol pink poly did not help my mood, neither did the fact that we were way outnumbered. Thirty human controllers were working on a crude assembly line in the back of the building. Four more were pretending to make donuts up front. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Someone's got to. (laughs) There were at least a dozen guards. I wrapped my trunk around the controller's waist, tossed my massive head, and let go. Ah! He yelled as he went flying. Then, thump, I killed him. (laughs) I didn't see where he landed. But I knew he was dead. (laughs) Elephant noise, I trumpeted. I'm not trying to do an elephant noise. Did did it say how old she is? Um, I didn't I'm kind of assuming preteen. Yeah, I'm guessing like 13, right? That sounds good. I don't know. I was going to flip back and look, and I don't want to. (laughs) That's fine. I don't think they said. It's very likely that they did not address it. Yeah. Probably not. Alright. Jake... Cassie, Axe, and Tobias were back by the assembly line on the other side of a false wall. I couldn't see them, but the elephant's ears were picking up moans and roars and cries and yeah. Dracon beam blasts. Oh, yeah. Also, something that sounded like equipment smashing to the floor. Marco was on my side of the wall in Gorilla Morph. Three controllers surrounded him. He lashed out with his ham-sized hands, but... <laughs> Ham, ham I just pictured ham, like ham. giant hams at the edges of like, yeah, just like, like, like King wet, Kong with hams. Smacking. Yeah. <laughs> this is Mark. Honey glazed, smoked. <laughs> but the controllers were slowly backing him against one of the three commercial ovens. Marco, I'm on my way, I shouted. Polo. <laughs> just when I'm having so much fun. I'm picturing he's like the Han Solo of the group. Yeah, but a gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> With hands. <laughs> the controllers had their backs to me. Didn't see me coming. I grabbed the How? One. She's an elephant. Yeah, that's that's not very... Didn't like, see me coming. <laughs> logic. I grabbed the middle one. Tossed. Ah! He yelled. Now they knew I was there. The right one turned his handheld Dracon beam at me. Too slow. I grabbed him. Tossed. No! He shouted. (laughs) Marco moved forward, knocked the Dracon bean out of the third controller's hand, whacked him 
a solid gorilla punch to the jaw. That is not a good sentence, guys. Whacked him, whacked whacked him, him a, a solid, solid gorilla, gorilla punch, punch to the jaw. Which broke it completely off of his face. <laughs> I like, just, is there any hope for these people to get their bodies back? Absolutely or are they not. just murdering them? <laughs> yeah. They're just dead now. All Child they, murderers. All they know is that a slug went into their brain and then animals killed them all. It's starting to feel like an allegory for like those child soldiers in Africa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Turns out there's no slugs. It was all just a plot to get them to kill people by like Krispy Kreme. <laughs> the guy went down and stayed there. Man. Uh, what's the opposite of run on sentences? Because that's what this book is. Ernest Hemingway. Way too short. Fucking yes. I was also thinking Hemingway earlier. Hemingway at least. There's like no like, starts to any sentence. Yeah. There's no like subject in a sentence. Like just from a writing perspective, you should have long sentences. And some of these short ones are fine, but they need to be like split. Yeah. Between like bigger sentences or else the flow is really weird. And I just feel like I'm reading a telegram. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Elephant killed person. Stop. Gorilla yeah. smack. Marco and I looked around. Our part of the factory was littered with downed human controllers. Yerks who wouldn't be causing us any headaches for a long, long time. Also, all the dialogue is in, like, carrot brackets Wait, and not what? quotation marks. I, yeah, whenever Ooh, I come across confusing. that, I'm always it's really, really weird. Oh, it looks I, like a I video think, game. I think, oh, I think it's because when they're in animal form, they're telepathic. Oh, oh. is that... That's not. I've seen the like the. Because I remember the Nickelodeon. Show. What about like the yelling of the people they're killing? That's in quotes. That's in quotes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... So I think it's because they're. That's how they communicate. Oh wait, yeah, there they're are uh, there are quotation marks mm-hmm. later in the book. All right. That's a weirdly unnecessary. I vaguely remember the TV show. Detail. Where was I? Okay. Let's, yeah. <laughs> Let's bail, Jake shouted. Axe says we've got three minutes left to stay and morph. I powered through the main entrance, taking most of the door frame with me. Three minutes to demorph and be stuck as an elephant for the rest of my life. The others were right behind me. Axe in his own andalite body. Jake moving fluidly in his tiger morph. Mm-hmm. Cassie as a wolf, fast and low. Tobias the red-tailed hawk. and wait, Mark. Wait, you're going too fast. Jake is a tiger. Well, it seems like they can do multiple animals if she can do several. Oh, okay. But Cassie? Uh, Cassie's a wolf. Wolf. Uh, Tobias is the hawk. Look at this fucker. <laughs> <laughs> and Marco's a gorilla. Those carrot um, brackets are uh-huh. called guillemets. Oh. Or guillemet, maybe. But <clears throat> they're quotation marks in different languages. Oh. oh. I think that was really interesting. That is interesting. That is- I love that you Google things like I as just, often as I Google things. I, like people I just, ask a question, yeah. they'll be like, "Yeah, I don't know, I don't know the answer," and I'm like, "I will find Smart it." Smartphones are like my favorite thing to happen, just because I have Google at my fingertips. Yeah. I mean, I never. There's remember. no reason for anyone to say I don't know when they have a fucking yeah. phone. Yeah, yeah. Some people will just sit there and be like, "Yeah, I don't know why that is." Someone, I just always. They're like okay with it and moves on. I'm not okay with it. I'm not okay with it either. I like that I have that information just anytime I want it. Someone at the bar last night asked me when and where the Summer Olympics were, and I just stared at their phone i guess i'll google it i was a big fan of the on um, facebook posting uh, the let, let me google, google that for yeah. you links <laughs> just fucking google it yeah god damn it also tokyo how do you not know that yeah. <laughs> summer olympics are the ones people pay attention to <laughs> i don't i don't i only pay attention to curling in the winter olympics oh i don't care but i just know because that's the one that gets more broadcast uh-huh. yeah 
We ran down the deserted alleyway where we left our outer clothing. The pavement, They're all naked. The pavement was damp. Strange misty halos ringed the sodium vapor lights way overhead. Hmm. God, naked and adolescent. What a nightmare. When they all like turn back, do they have to like be in like an outward facing circle? They're all <laughs> like hiding behind me. trash cans. Not a minute to spare. God, these senses are too what fucking short. What part of the short. elephant does her boobs turn into? The ears. <laughs> I'm sure elephants have nipples. They do. They're uh, mammals. They're mammals. That's true. Yeah. Fragments. That's what I was thinking of before. Lots of fragmented sentences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, blah. Uh, crowded in <laughs> around what the pros? stinking dumpsters. Yeah. <laughs> Crowded in around the stinking dumpsters. Cool. For some reason, dumpsters is capitalized. And stinking piles- dumpsters! It's a, it's a proper dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> and piles of oily, wet rags, we stopped. Thanks, guys. <laughs> it was not that funny. It was just like how... It really was just like how casually you said it. Like it, just such a, it was such a throwaway. No, it's just a pro- it's a proper dumpster. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, I don't like the words I see coming up. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad and you're I'm not happy. Them. I have to read them. Oh, I am. Nice work, guys. Jake said, "Let's get out of here." I focused on my own body and felt the changes begin. <laughs> my- oh God, is this actually an allegory about puberty? puberty? Yes. My tusks went flaccid. Oh, like, bye. Two <laughs> over- Thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> like two overgrown pieces of spaghetti. They slurped up into my face, Ew. slapping side to side as they retracted. It's getting worse. Guys, I Every don't think I'm fully changed back. Word. I have like more hair now. <laughs> Every word was worse than the last. Ew. <laughs> I hate it. I'm just going to finish this. Yeah, just finish that. Morphing oh is not God. attractive. Actually, it's pretty much a freak show. My eyes sort of moved up and down as they traveled from the sides of my shrinking head to the front. Things went blurry for a second until human sight blinked on. And then, hyphen, chapter two. I'm getting another beer because I can't fucking handle this. Oh my god. I want to read more about her flappy tusks. I wish we were starting from the beginning so bad. Her flaccid spaghetti tusks. What did you say? I said I wish we were starting from the beginning so bad. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. What? Who was that? Cassie, chapter two. Uh, It was a a howl. Who was that? Cassie demanded with a mouth that was half wolf and half human. A small explosion of light, Axe said. I believe it is part of a primitive visual recording device called a camera. What? Marco exploded. Someone took a picture of me? Not cool. Do you see what I'm wearing? I'm spandex boy. Totally not cool. (laughs) I heard a garbage can tumbling over. Squeaky footsteps on the wet pavement. Someone was running away. Everyone stay put, Jake said. We can't let anyone see us. Tobias? I'm on it. Tobias flapped his wings and rose up over Marco's head. Ah! <laughs> well, this is great, isn't it? Marco said. We closed down a yerk-run operation only to let some tabloid photographer sneak up on us. What I bet that? we're on the cover of the National Enquirer tomorrow. You don't know it was a professional photographer, Cassie argued. A kid can hope, can't he? <laughs> what? 
Not funny. Jake, his mouth pressed into a grim line. One of the reasons we've survived as long as we have is that the Yerks don't know who we are. They think we're a group of Andalite bandits. Bandalites. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> if they found out we were a bunch of human kids, we'd be dead or infested within hours. No doubt our entire families, too. Can they I'm, not infest Andalites? What fucking difference does it make? I, 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 I don't know. Tell me the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Tobias, I said grimly. I concentrated on the bald eagle DNA buried somewhere deep inside me. Gross. Wait, is that Rachel? <laughs> Did they fuck? Yes. She didn't say she could be an eagle? Yeah, what? Demorphing and morphing, especially after battle, is exhausting. But I couldn't just stand around and wait. So much easier to do something. Anything. And she touched a bald eagle. Oh, at some the, point. Yeah. Uh, more, uh, That's a lot harder to touch than an elephant. Rare they yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> more uh, more, more, more morphing, guys. <laughs> oh, ooh, I can't wait. Yeah. The first thing to change was my mouth. My lips oh. bulged out, grew hard and stiff, Why is and this, turned yellow. Why is this more graphic than like the erotic opening? It oh, is. Yeah. It's way more upsetting. Thud. I fell forward as my legs rapidly shrank. Oh, wrong way. <laughs> she just like fell beak first into the ground. <laughs> The slimy bricks of the alleyway rushed up at me. A feather tattoo started at my fingertips and covered my arms in a few seconds. Man, I wish that's how tattoos really worked. Yeah, just a few shoot seconds. out of me. What, oh, is she turning into a hawk? I, an eagle? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. But also tattooed? I don't know. Suddenly, the pattern sprang up and my arms and legs were covered with actual feathers. Ah, see, this is where mm. reading ahead would have answered my question. The feathers were dark brown. No, it does not. First, it looked like someone drew feathers on me. Then they were but feathers. But then they were feathers. First, I started out looking like an aha video. <laughs> <laughs> the feathers were dark brown, except for the snowy white ones that replaced my blonde hair and the skin of my face and neck. My feet split open and formed yellow talons. Ugh. This is... It's like Cronenbergian. Yeah. Thank you. I was thinking of like Jeff Goldblum and the Flies while we were talking about this. Just like the grotesqueness of it. It's gotta be like painful. It has to be. Your feet splitting open. Even if you have the ability to morph, that's still gonna be like... If you're... You know, if you don't have the pain of like your skin splitting, if we ignore that because you've got the powers, that's still like your bones Your bones are all changing and... Like just the movement of bones. Like they have growing pains. It's just you growing taller. You grow like five more stomachs. That's that's one thing I I really liked about the Ed Norton Hulk is that he described him changing as like extremely painful because his bones are constantly breaking and re-knitting. Yeah. I mean, like they talk about growing pains, which Mm -hmm. is just you're you're getting taller Mm -hmm. and like just that hurts and that's like way less Mm -hmm. intense than this. (sighs) My feet split open and formed yellow talons, each of which ended in a hooked claw. Claws that could grab a swimming fish out of a rushing river. My human bones became hollow and light. I just thought of a Phoebe Uh, from Third Rock. I have hollow bones. My bones. bones. (laughs) Moments later, I was airborne, cruising soundlessly over the deserted streets. I could see the Dunkin' Donuts bakery a few blocks away. I'd also like to point out that Dunkin' Donuts does not need to be in quotes. I I saw the Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I know. Like, we being sarcastic about it? Are you a Starbucks gal? Maybe it's like a legal loophole. (laughs) Well, it is kind of a front for their evil operation. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they were making real donuts or not. Maybe it's like Nathan Fielder's dumb Starbucks. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. Oh, 
Rubble spilled out the door. Nobody was stirring. The whole neighborhood was quiet, which was good. No commando force of controllers. Not yet, anyway. There! I spotted Tobias maybe 200 yards ahead and to my right, flying over some mid-rise buildings. Tobias, I called. Who was it? Some kid, he said. <laughs> About our age. He had one of those disposable cameras. Where is he, I asked. Fucking kill me now. I lost him, Tobias said grimly. He ran into that building with the pigeon cages on the roof. What if they're all people in the pigeon oh, body? God. <laughs> Let's go after him, I said. No sign of him through any of the windows, but it's getting dark and I don't have the best vision for this job at night. Neither did the bald eagle. But your vision like, is amazing. You're, you're... You have eagle vision. Should have touched did an they... owl. But they don't have night vision. Oh. Eagles don't hunt at night. That's true. Yeah, they need an owl for yeah. this job. Also, real quick. They need an owl in the game. Yes. How did she know that she only had three minutes left before she would be an elephant forever when she was an elephant? Somebody else was keeping time and told them. Oh, okay. Cool. Somebody else was like, three minute warning. Okay. Three minute warning. Out of the pool. I'm just thinking like stage managers. Three minute warning. Thank you, three. (laughs) But by then I knew the others were on their way. When Jake felt it was safe, they'd gone When Jake felt it was safe, they'd gone owl and followed us. The six of us circled the buildings. Okay, so everyone's okay. So everyone's just everything. Why is there a different animal on the cover of each How one? Many yeah, I they could be I every figured animal this would be ever. like elephant specific. Yeah, yeah me that's too. What I thought. I thought she'd be learning how to turn into an elephant, not yeah, starting like her the book elephant, as an elephant origin story. Do Instead, we're thrown the into the middle of a battle we have hands. no understanding of. What do they lose the ability if they wash their hands after touching the animal? <laughs> You practice proper hygiene. You can't anamorph. <laughs> you think her memory is really good? Or is it she touched an elephant? Shut up. Get out of here. <laughs> Leave. Leave your own house. The six of us circled the building, waiting for the kid to come back out or appear in a window. Nothing happened except that the strange mist turned into a steady downpour. Jake made the call. We need, ah! to, we need to keep an eye on this kid, he said. But there's no need for all of us to be here. Ask Tobias to take the first watch. We arranged a quick schedule, then split up. I didn't sleep well that night. I spent two hours dreaming I was on the cover of Time Magazine as a half-human, half-elephant freak, much like the picture on the cover of this book. Yeah, wet noodle tusks. Yes, flaccid tusks. Dripping out of my face. Not exactly the kind of fame that makes mom and dad proud. What other fame makes your parents proud? Are you a child star? At three o'clock, I morphed owl and flew back to Proud the apartment. Of all the money they're gonna thing. steal from me. So wait, me. she did have an owl. She had the eyesight the whole fucking time. That's so dumb. I, uh, <laughs> Tobias and Axe reported that they hadn't seen anything. Cassie and I spent the next two hours flying in endless circles. Oh my god! I hope the rest of this book is them flying. I hope there's more wet noodle tusks. <laughs> so gross. You ever feel like you're on drugs, but you know you're not? <laughs> this is my experience reading this. Yeah. Oh, boy. Jake and Marco relieved us at five. I went back to my bed and my nightmares of exposure and infestation. Jesus. By 8.30 Saturday morning, I was awake and heading to Cassie's barn for a meeting. I was tired and grumpy. The weather was rainy and cold. I wanted a nap. Maybe after we got that film. 
Tobias was in his usual spot in the rafters. <laughs> Cassie was mucking out a stall? What? Means getting the shit yeah. out of the stall. Oh, gross. Margot <laughs> was sitting on a stool looking all conditioned and blown dry. Jake kept yawning. Honor. He looked rumpled, like he'd just crawled out of bed, which he probably had. He just crawled out of an owl. <laughs> I just like had like tauntaun. Yeah, <laughs> slithered out. Yeah, <clears throat> Axe was Sport. back on watch at the kids' apartment building. Let's try and keep this meeting short, Jake said. I don't want Axe on surveillance alone. I don't get it, Marco said. What was the kid doing all night? Probably sleeping. I grumbled. We need a plan, Tobias said. <laughs> Easy. We steal the film. I suggested. That's not a plan, oh reckless one. That what? is not a thing I added. Oh reckless one, Marco said snidely. That was my That's... plan. That's what I figured they were going to do. Yeah. That's obvious, but I'm ready. Jake nodded. I spotted the kid around dawn. His apartment is on the fifth floor. The bedroom faces an empty lot in back. This poor kid's looking out the window and just seeing owls circling for hours and hours. Yeah. Wait, isn't the isn't Rachel the protagonist? Yeah. So well, yeah, the narrator. So it says like I grunted, I suggested, and then it says, "Did you see the camera?" Rachel asked. Oh. <laughs> Bad writing. Bad writing. Ooh, Bad writing. I think so, Jake said. On Maybe his... we only get their point of view when they're morphed. On his. But. I don't know. Yeah. Don't On his desk. I also just realized in the bottom corner of yeah, the book oh, yeah, is a flip. silhouette and it's a flip book of her turning into an elephant. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> <clears throat> we get it now, I said, before he hands it over to someone or takes it to Photos R Us. What? Cassie leaned against her rake. Probably a hundred people live in that apartment building, she pointed out. Some of them could be controllers. Yeah, Marco said. So maybe the kid is in the elevator with a neighbor and he just happens to mention these weird creatures he saw in a dark alleyway last night. Before you know it, there's a knock on your door and it isn't someone with a check for a million dollars. This is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) He could be a controller himself, Tobias said. We've got to go in. He's Batman. Yeah. He's Batman, yeah. <clears throat> Jake said with another yawn, we could try zip. <laughs> it's, it's in there. I'm not making this shit up. I'm we, loving every bit of this. We have added so little to this book. <laughs> what the? Marco jumped to his feet. A radio-controlled toy car blew into the barn. More precisely, a slightly damp pink and aqua Barbie 4x4. Only instead of Barbie, a very small spaceship sat in the driver's seat. The ship was three or four inches long, shaped like a baton with two big engines at the back. What? What? Okay, hold on. Hold on. The ship was three or four inches long, shaped like a baton with two big, in quotes, engines at the back and a death's head bridge in the front. The ship looked way too familiar. What's the three-inch dildo? What's it? <laughs> Nothing. Insignificant right. creatures, give us the power source and learn to accept your fate as our eternal slaves. Let me just finish. Yeah. It. We will not crush and annihilate you, as we will crush and annihilate all the inferior species on this planet. Oh man, I said, you've got to be kidding! Not these guys again. So, like, what? Mike, if- Micronaut 
aliens in a tiny spaceship. Why is this spaceship... in a Barbie car? Wait, why is a spaceship driving a Barbie car? I don't know, but I'm so excited to find out. Why is a spaceship, which apparently looks like a, a dildo, driving guys, a car? I'm starting to think. Starting with number forty-two is a mistake. <laughs> you think? I'm starting to think animorphs. It's just. As a concept, it was a mistake. It's way better than I thought it was going to be. Oh my god. It's it's so much. <laughs> is it all, yeah, is I'm so it tired. One, one place. I'm so tired. <laughs> Whoa. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Every person on the show is just like, I'm never coming back. <laughs> it's nice knowing you guys. We're starting with a quote here. Yeah. So chapter three begins uh, with a quote from the log of the Helmicron females. <gasps> yes. Yes. I was hoping we'd hear from them. Yeah, that's what we've been missing. The Helmicron female perspective. Oh, fuck. Oh, most powerful emperor, lord of the galaxy. Bad news. Our ship's engines have again malfunctioned. The treacherous Popinjay males pushed the red button instead of the blue one. Weaker and less Stupid worthy servants would be vanquished by this disaster. But the brave Helmicron females are undaunted. We alone will capture the blue box of transforming power. All the galaxy shall tremble before us, rightful leaders of our race. I would like to point out that every single sentence I just read ended in an exclamation point. <laughs> it's like me writing a work email. <laughs> Please advise! <laughs> Hope you're Ignore well! Me. Thanks! We just want to know where that file is. Thanks. Don't hate me. Thanks. I, Bye. No, I do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. This is ready for you. Exclamation point. Let me know Thanks. if you need anything else. Exclamation point. Smiley face. Smiley face. Oh, ow, my brain. Two, two. <laughs> I'm having a really hard time, and this is just one page. I felt two pinpricks on my neck, like mini mosquito bites. Ah, ow. Maybe it was the lack of sleep, but I was already extremely ticked off. There's tiny little aliens. I wanted to pop those little jerks. The Helmicrons, Marco said with an amazed shake of his head. I can't believe someone hasn't blasted these maniacs out of the universe by now. Write this shit down now, too. The Helmicrons are a race of tiny aliens. Cool. About a sixteenth of an inch tall, tops. What? But it's a sixteenth of an inch of egomania. They sound pretty harmless, favorite. right? Wrong. They have this shrinking ray. The technology to make you very, very tiny. To bring you down to their size. That explains why the oh. giant. Oh. Yeah. yeah. This makes them both annoying and dangerous. You would have the lords of the universe wait. The Helmicron <laughs> voice in my head <laughs> blustered. <laughs> we demand the power source. And we demand it now. Follow our orders and live as our debased swine. Oh. Or resist us and be blasted into twisted molecules. Exclamation points. See our might. Learn to obey your new masters. I don't get it, Jake said. We already gave them one jump start. What the fuck does that mean? Why are they here again? Gave them a jump start? Sounds like you're helping them on their way. Yeah. Not killing them. Who cares, I asked. Let's just get rid of them. Step on them. Maybe something went wrong with their ship, Cassie said. Hey, where are they going? The Barbie Mobile <laughs> backed up, did a 180, and zipped back, <laughs> zipped toward the back of the barn. <laughs> oh, I fucking love that they're in a Barbie car. I didn't know this book was going to be intentionally funny. Uh, uh, fuck. The powers. 
Oh my god. I am barely following what is happening. Oh, I'm not at all. Holy I'm shit. Not, I'm, literally, as soon as it's like going out into the atmosphere, my brain's like deleting oh the files. Yeah, look, I just read that and I still didn't understand what I read. Yeah. I'm just enjoying the ride. <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Let's go, Marco said. We got up and trotted after them. I could hear Tobias flapping above us. We caught up in time to see the truck's rubber tires bounce off a battered freezer chest in one of the empty stalls. Jake met Cassie's eyes. Is it in there? Yes. It was the blue box. That's what we call it. The Andalites have another name for it. Several, actually. And List them all, please. Do you want to know yeah. what all of them fucking are? Well, I'm not going to tell you. Anyway, it's the device... It's not in there. Okay. Anyway, oh it's God. the device they use to transfer the morphing power to an individual. Kind of like a super advanced alien battery. El Fangor used it on us. Last time we saw the Helmicrons, we made a deal with them. They could use the blue box to power up their engines. Then they had to get off Earth pronto and stay the fuck off Earth forever. Because I fucking hate the Helmicronians. Helmicrons. Helmicrons. Say it again. Helmicrons. <laughs> it's my oh favorite kind of mayonnaise. <laughs> Obvi- <laughs> Don't laugh at that. Don't. Obviously, they hadn't kept their half of the bargain. They're cutting into the freezer, Tobias announced. I couldn't see anything. But He's the- a hawk. Everything he says should be followed by, Oh, yeah. They're cutting into the freezer. <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> I couldn't see anything, but hawks have amazing vision. You'd have to have outstanding eyesight to see what the Helmicrons were doing with their tiny energy beams. Cassie shot a nervous look over her shoulder. My dad doesn't need to see this. <laughs> That's the word you struggled with? <laughs> I just, I struggled with the sentence as I was going through it. <laughs> My dad doesn't need to see this. No problem, I said. I grabbed a pitchfork to go murder her dad. <laughs> That was leaning up against the wall. I'll get them. I'll help! Marco grabbed a ceramic pot. I'm gonna trap those weirdos like bugs under glass. No, I thought they were gonna smash them. (laughs) We moved toward the freezer. The pink and aqua truck spun around and raced right between us. Marco pounced. I pounced and jabbed the pitchfork down on top of the truck. I love it because I like I had a Barbie truck, so I'm picturing it exactly. Vaguely aware that my elbow had hit Marco and that he was stumbling backward, clutching his head. So what? The Helmicron ship had rolled off the truck and was tumbling toward the freezer. All I had to do was grab it and save it for later. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw Marco lose his footing and trip. Get it, Cassie screamed. Look out. Trip on a pitchfork. Thunk. Marco sliding down the side of the freezer, slumping forward into the hay. What happened? I demanded. Marco hit his head on the corner of the freezer. Jesus. Marco's dead now. Cassie had already rushed to Marco's side. Marco? Marco? Can you hear me? Just every time in my head. Polo, 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 polo. (laughs) (laughs) It's just an instinct ingrained in you from childhood. (laughs) No reply. He was out cold. Man, these homocrons are bad news, I complained. Did you say homocrons? Oh! Helmocrons. Sounds like that at all. These are homocrons. Your intolerance is showing. (laughs) You homocron. 
so dumb. Jake raised an eyebrow. Rachel, you were the one who elbowed Marco in the head. Because the little monsters were distracting me. They're getting away, (laughs) Tobias shouted. Ah! I glanced down. The Helmicron ship was right where it had fallen. I picked it up. No worries, I said. I've got them. Tobias swooped towards Marco's head and narrowly missed grazing Cassie with his talons. Hey, watch out, Cassie yelled. They're getting away, Tobias repeated. Then I got it. The Helmicrons had bailed out of their ship. They were loose somewhere in the barn. Where are they, I demanded. Heading straight for Marco's nose. I have no idea who the fuck's saying this. What? But I was already down on my knees, inches from Marco's face. Frantically, I scanned the hay and dirt. Move, Tobias ordered. Get away from him so I can see. Cassie and I scrambled back. Oh no, Tobias said. This is bad. Very, very bad. What? Jake demanded. They're up his butt. Uh, just wait. I, I, I saw the next sentence. They went up his nose, Tobias said. <laughs> How many? About a dozen. Ha ha! What if the Helmicrons cried? <laughs> the vicious human attacks us with a mighty metallic weapon, but we are not defeated. You know what I thought the story was missing was a magic school bus angle. <laughs> yes. I was just going to say, is the rest of this book inner space? Uh, so great. Give us the power source now, and we will kill you quickly. Hesitate, and we will prod you with sharp sticks before you die. Sexy. Well, with a deal like that. <laughs> Give me one good reason why we should cooperate with you, pipsqueaks, I demanded. They just told you the reason. They're in Quick your death. nose. Grovel and beg our forgiveness, the Helmicrons demanded. Do as we say, or your oblivious comrade will die. <laughs> News flash, I said. Keep threatening us and you'll never get off Earth alive. Brave Helmicron females care nothing for their own safety, the voice shouted. I love the Helmicrons. They're great. (laughs) (laughs) We care only for glorious victory. Any diminutive race that is just completely disregarding their own size is amazing. It's like Chihuahua complex. (laughs) As do we, the newly liberated and courageous Helmicron males. Came another voice, newly liberated. Boo! <laughs> were the males, the men were just like, it sounds like it's a in jail. That's great, I love it. I know, Helmicron. I'm down. <laughs> we will kill the gigantic alien, the first voice shouted. Not if we kill it first, the second voice answered. Then the Helmicrons fell silent, probably beginning their march deeper into Marco's nose. <laughs> What's this about male and female? Jake asked. Fuck is happening? Uh, like who? Goddamn knows. Wow, we really should have started with Marco. Turns out it is consequential. No, if it would have helped, I really don't. I don't think it would have. Cassie shrugged. Don't you re- don't you remember when the Helmicrons were here before? <laughs> Marco and I kind of gave the males a little pep talk. What? Low job. We didn't like the way the females were always bossing them around. Wow. Uh, yeah, stay okay, out of their business. this is a good thing. You don't know what life's like on Helmicron. Jake said, because now the Helmicrons have even more reasons to fight amongst themselves. In Marco's notes. Some second wave feminism bullshit. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to do this. Chapter four. Marco woke up about two seconds later, sneezing furiously. <laughs> he took one look. At yeah, the... just give him the neti pot. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> he took... <laughs> He took one look at the three of us staring into his face and got real worried real fast. 
What happened? He demanded, rubbing the back of his head and giving me a murderous look. Well, not anything good, I said, honestly. Not anything you're going to like. What's the matter? Marco asked. The Helmic- The Helmicron's kind of... Jake started. You're sort of... Tobias said. A hostage, Cassie provided. Marco's eyes went wide, but before he could ask any questions... Ah! 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 He sneezed, <laughs> cupping his hand over his mouth. Did he sneeze them out? Jake demanded. I don't see them, Tobias reported. Marco, open your hand. <laughs> Marco glared at us and climbed to his feet. What is the matter with you people? He demanded suspiciously. Why are you interested in my bodily fluids? Where are the Helmicrons? Cassie came forward and slipped an arm around Marco. They cleared out of their ship, she said calmly, and they went up your nose. To hide? (laughs) What difference does it make? Well, no, Jake said. More like, and I'm just guessing, it's because they want to kill you. No way! Marco rubbed at his nose, let out a snort. That is, that is so not okay with me. <laughs> That's how it's written. <laughs> That's how I'd react. This is not cool, guys. Not, totally cool. not cool. Calm down, Cassie said. Calm down! Marco bellowed. I have Helmicrons up my nose. Lunatics! And they want me dead. No, I most definitely will not calm down. <laughs> I love the voice we picked for him. I just thought we could think more clearly without you shouting, Cassie said. (laughs) Think about what? Marco demanded. We have to get them out. They're armed. They might blow an artery or something else important. I can't think of any other important part of a human body. An artery or my nose bones. (laughs) (laughs) What exactly do we have to think about? Do something. We will, I shouted. Just give us time to think. Marco frowned and flicked at his nose. Tobias, you better get Axe, Jake said. First, see if you can get Eric to keep watch for us. He won't be able to follow the kid with the camera if he leaves the building. But I it... forgot about there, there was a kid with the I, camera. I, so did I. <laughs> you can think of anything else but Helmicrons. But at least we'll know where he is. Tobias flared his wings and was gone. Can we go in after them? Jake asked. Cassie made a face. Smallest morph? I was just thinking that What's-Her-Face said she could be a bunch of different bugs. Yeah. She could oh, be yeah. an ant. She could get up in there and yeah. kill them. I guess a flea is small enough to get into nasal passages. It might be tight, though. Maybe a tick? Ticks are useless in battle, I said. <laughs> Ticks are useless in battle? What is that sentence? Um, a Ticks tick... are useless in battle. I, my face is swollen shut from ticks, so I'd say not entirely Ticks useless. Ticks yeah. people. Yeah. Um, and haven't you seen Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Like, yeah. even if they were an ant, they could still fuck up tiny little other tiny That's guys. That's a movie that traumatized me. <laughs> yeah. The, like the ant dies. Oh, awful. Yeah, they've got those pincers. <laughs> oh, no, Helmicrons. <laughs> <laughs> Anything with, like, a mouth with, like, yeah. dangly bits. Mandibles. Yes. I wrote down ticks are useless in battle, and I know we won't remember why. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Marco cried. Are you planning to have a battle in my nose? You have a better suggestion, I demanded. (laughs) No, Marco whimpered, (laughs) slumping down on a bale of hay. (laughs) Ideas, Jake demanded. Cassie sighed. Well, we have the Helmicron ship. 
We could power it up with the morphing cube, get tiny, and go after the Helmicrons as humans. That is, assuming the controls are still working. Nobody said anything in for a space. few beats. What happens if he morphs while they're inside him? Like, what happens to them? I imagine they I would be fine. I'm thinking he might not be so fine. If they, mor- if they oh, cared yeah. about... He'd explode. Yeah. Like, he would just be like... Gross. It's your classic inner space scenario. <laughs> Considering. Pretending not to glance at Marco. I know Marco. Marco is a get-it-done guy. Mm-hmm. He has the Gross. strategic mind of a serious Filthy. military man in the body of a preteen. And he's <laughs> not ever, never afraid to make unpopular decisions for the good of the mission. He knew our going after the Helmicrons was the, the fastest way good. to solve the problem. He wasn't going to stand in the way of the goal. Still, we were talking about invading his body in an unbelievably intimate way. He had a right to be a jerk about it if he wanted to be. That could work, Jake said tentatively. Nothing from Marco. What could work, Tobias asked. A red-tailed hawk and a northern harrier fluttered into the barn and settled into the rafters. Tobias and Axe. We were just thinking about using the controls aboard the Helmicron ship to shrink ourselves and go after the aliens in Marco's nose, Jake explained. Duh. Like you just said that a page ago. Yes, Axe said. I believe it is the only way. We have to find the Helmicrons. They have too much information. Marco squeaked. This is so magic school bus. Rachel, have I ever told you that you could definitely be my Miss Frizzle? Ooh. I ignored him. This book him. is so hot. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I want to make sweet science with you. Marco is into Rachel. Oh, shit. And she's ignoring him. Oh, my God. I ignored him. <laughs> what information? Cassie demanded, but Marco had already figured it out. Here's a whole paragraph of Marco. The Helmicrons know we're humans with morphing power. From what we've seen, the Helmicrons hate the Yerks and vice versa. But if the... When did he turn into Marvin the Martian? <laughs> the Emerium P-32 Space Modulator. <laughs> but from what we've seen, the Helmicrons hate the... Oh, I already read that part. Yerks! <laughs> if... But if... Uh... The... <laughs> Please tell me we're done soon. <laughs> but if the Helmicrons <laughs> learn that Visser 3... Fuck, what? Visser 3 is looking for a group of morphing bandits? Then there was something in it for them. The Helmicrons would sell us out in a minute. Jake sighed. <sighs> Along with the rest of us. <laughs> okay, we go after them. No choice. Isn't anyone going to ask me what I think? Marco demanded, his arms wrapped around his belly. They went up your nose, man. The nose you're talking about happens to belong to me, Marco. (laughs) Like I said, I know Marco. He'd already accepted the plan. He doesn't sound like it. He sounds like he's bitching about it a lot. Jay gave Marco an impatient look. Well, oh, sure. Marco said weakly. (laughs) Make yourself at home. Just try to be neat. Think of it as the national... Think of it as the national nose land. 
keep, keep it in good shape for generations to come. What? This, this deserves a fucking oh. Pulitzer. So before we continue, I, I just want to say God. that I found the mm-hmm. opening for the TV series. Oh, Ooh. fuck, yes. Um, I was just staring at the cover while you guys were reading and just thinking it's this other book. We have two books here. Um, and the other one says watch Animorphs on Nickelodeon. And I was yeah. thinking, oh my God, they had this animation in the nineties. This uh, can't have looked good. No. <laughs> so I, f- I found it. Oh my God. Um, I would like to Let's see that, please. Yes. So, break. you know, <laughs> great podcasting fodder, but. Describe it. Kids are running. Oh. In the fog. Sort of. Ooh, there's an ear. Ooh, why? Just an ear. Is a spaceship? Oh my god. Ooh, there's the kids. They're, they're humans. There's a tunnel. Uh, oh, there's oh, the that, blue cube. The blue box. Now it's orange. Oh my god. Sean Ashmore. He played Iceman. What? That's what he looks like. And okay. the uh, X-Men movies. <laughs> yeah. Are you okay. going to see any morphing? Yeah. I assumed we'd so see far. some morphing. Oh, that's it. That's disappointing. Wait, yeah. That's... I gotta find some of the, like... Yeah, find a morphing scene. I thought they would... Wait. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Liberty, 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 liberty. <laughs> I love... We are not sponsored by Liberty. <laughs> Give us money, Liberty. <laughs> All right. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That looks wait. like some King's Quest... Wait, shit. No, this is uh, someone just taking the oh, images from the books. Uh, oh, that's dumb. Never mind. YouTube! <laughs> YouTube they, betrayed us. What if, like, on the show, they just morphed off screen? <laughs> you never see They were it. just like, morphing power, and then it cut away, and it cut back, and it was just an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, I... Yeah, the morphs dog morph. Okay, here we okay. go. All right. He's touching a dog. He's ex- he's accepting the DNA into his own body. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the dog booped him. <laughs> booped. The man snoot. That's... The dog looks like he knows something weird's happening. The dog's like, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? Okay. The dog is lying down. Is are the dog like, dying? Are they in like a pipe? They appear to be in a pipe. Ooh, his face. Okay, it's a close-up of a face morphing. That dog would be freaking out. And, oh, no, 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 the dog is watching in abject horror. (laughs) As he should. Oh, God. I feel like the, oh, no. Ew, oh, oh, his hand now. Oh, Oh, my God. It's better and worse It's like American Werewolf in London. <laughs> it's the, the noises are like bones breaking. Ooh. I feel like we're watching like a dog fighting video. Yeah. <laughs> None of this, the book or what we're watching right now, feels like it should be for children. No, no. that dog looked upset. It's a lot of body horror. That dog was like, oh god, like have <laughs> I died? <laughs> All right. Well, getting back to it. <laughs> Chapter five. Axe fluttered down from the rafters. Jake nodded. Tobias? No problem. Tobias would keep watch. Let us know if anyone got close enough to the barn to see Axe do his thing. Axe began to change. His sharp raptor head ballooned up. 
His bright yellow hairier eyes migrated to the top of his head, turned blue, and sprouted stalks. Total freak show. Oh, right. He's <clears> one <throat> of the alien guys. He's an alien deer. You know, like and, a deer, but if a deer was a nightmare. <laughs> Why did the Helmicrons have to show scorpion. up today, Marco whined? I already used my honey, I shrunk the Animorphs joke the last time they were around. I just can't get a break. Oh, we missed that in a different book. We need to find that other Helmicron book. <laughs> we need to read it. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what I want to read about. I love the Helmicrons. Uh, I wish they had their own series. Screw these kids. I want to read the Helmicron spinoff. Yeah. Cassie went to the freezer and started digging for the morphine cube. I followed her. Mostly the morphine cube. <laughs> Somehow. We all need the morphine cube. We need the morphine cube. Mostly because the sick look on Marco's face was making me uneasy. Why does your dad keep a freezer out here? I asked her. Because he's a murderer. <laughs> we, store, we store stuff in it, Cassie said. She handed me an unidentifiable lump of something. It was frozen solid. So cold my fingers started to ache. Like what? Frozen grubs, Cassie said, leaning back down into the freezer. Certain, um, bodily fluids from the animals. Oh, and popsicles. Oh. Dad likes grape. What? What? Like what? what in the He's fuck? Is there frozen horse jizz next to grape popsicles? I ah, like it. Uh, both of them are purple. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it seems like uh, my guess is like urine. Like yeah, actually. like fox pee, but not in the freezer. Yeah, I don't know. Unless, I don't know. Maybe you it keeps it longer fresh. that way. You don't want like stale pee. But what well, do you want pee for? Freezing keeps it closer to freshness than like mm. other means of preservation. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. maybe it is frozen pee. Might be frozen pee. What's the pee for? Hunting? Um, you use like a fox pee. Wait, not fox pee. Is it fox pee? You use pee for like warding off. You you know you use pee. You use pee use for the pee of a bigger predator to, to ward off ward smaller off. predators. Yeah. So okay. You, you can literally buy, like you can go to like hunting places and buy. I think it's fox pee because it's like pungent. It tricks other animals into thinking that they're around. Oh. Well, all of the foxes pissing around our backyard don't keep the deer from eating our that's, herbs and stuff. That's true. Well, with birds, maybe, maybe birds we should put don't some care. fox pee on our plants. But they, I see them spraying them. anyway. We're getting off. <laughs> sorry, I asked. <laughs> We're all sorry. Yeah. yeah, none of us enjoyed the answer. I considered the frozen lump in my hand. Decided I didn't want to know. I figured nobody in their right mind would go pawing through this freezer, Cassie said. Besides, I needed a place where no living creature could accidentally come into contact with the cube. I'm with you on that one. I agree. Except your dad. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just, well, just digging for some fox pee and finds a cube for a popsicle. Axe looks like an alien artifact. Axe went to work on the Helmicron ship. I watched for a while. He used some of the surgical equipment Cassie's dad kept in the barn because he's serial a murderer. He's a serial killer. I said it. I called it. You heard it here first, maybe, folks. Maybe he's a farm vet. It's weird how much plastic sheeting he keeps around. <laughs> Held the precise instruments in his delicate and delight fingers and carefully manipulated controlling rods the size of human hairs. Like Squinting like at the procedure for 10 minutes was enough to give me a headache. What's he doing to the ship? Did I miss Fixing it? It? Uh. It, does, it doesn't matter. Using the shrink ray on it to shrink I'm them down. I'm not drunk enough for this. <laughs> so we know the inside cover picture is the inside of a nose. Oh, that's what the goo is. It's snot. It's not sap. It's snot. But this still looks like Wait, a giant Wait, why is there a I feel, no, but they're, they're 
Because they're getting shrunk down, right? They're going to shrink down to go get the Helmicron, so it's just yeah. they're scaled next to a boot, I guess. But the more the I understand this photo, the less I wish I understood <laughs> this picture. It's, I still don't knowledge is not always power. Sometimes knowledge is pain. <laughs> My eyes kept drifting to Marco. Yeah, they did. Still sitting on the hay and looking miserable. I wandered over to him, sat next to him, considered giving him a hug, but I couldn't quite bring myself to actually do it. You okay? I asked. Great. I always wanted to grow up to be a Helmicron Holiday Inn. It wasn't funny, which we all realized, but I smiled anyway. We're going to get them, I told Marco. An hour later, Axe was finished. An hour has passed? Where are they in his body at this point? Oh my god. Behind his eyes. This device is very simple to operate, Axe told us. The target size has been set. All we have to do is touch this panel and it should engage the shrinking ray. I felt wired, nervous energy. I was anxious to get moving. The Helmicrons had been in Marco's body for over an hour. Plenty of time to do plenty of damage. Just show me which button to push, Marco told Axe eagerly. Jake looked at Marco. You're going to shrink us? Who else? I thought Axe would do it. Isn't he going, you know, on a mission? Marco asked. Well, we know there are at least 12 Helmicrons, I said. Five of us. Even with Axe, they outnumber us more than two to one. I say he comes. Okay. Operating the device is not difficult. Which is why I don't really understand where they're going in as people. Do they have weapons? Yeah. They're children. Yeah. Do they have guns that they can shoot the Helmicrons with? I feel like they're better off being, like, literally any animal. So is that a Helmicron? Especially a bug, because then they'd have, like, armored shells and stuff instead of just being, like, tiny children in a nose. A tiny person in a nose. Yeah, exactly. Operating the device is not difficult, Axe repeated. I may be more useful up Marco's nose. (laughs) Marco giggled nervously. (laughs) That didn't sound too weird. Jake looked troubled. Marco, don't you want to have someone here with you? He asked. You mean in case I collapse? Marco asked. Pass out or to make things crystal clear, drop dead? Jake rubbed his eyes. Right, he said wearily. No, Marco shook his head. If you don't mind, I'd rather have the maximum firepower working to make sure none of those things happen. What's Axe going to do for me here? Hold my hand? We still have the camera. We still have the camera to deal with, Jake pointed out. Remember the first plot line? I'll handle the kid, Marco said. One one homie shutterbug is nothing compared to a tiny bunch of homie? squabbling psychopaths from outer space. Homie. Wait. Homie. We don't, we don't know who would be using it in that way. Like homie don't play that or something. <laughs> One homie shutterbug. <laughs> it just means like homie. Uh, yeah, that Jake's... doesn't make sense either, though. No, it doesn't either way. I'd just rather it not be racist. <laughs> Jake's expression. I don't expression... think it's racist. Jake's expression got serious. Homie, he said. Oh, okay. (laughs) Look, you can't take unnecessary risks while this mission is going on. Don't play hero. Just keep in touch with Eric? (laughs) Or whoever he's got on surveillance. Who the fuck is Eric? I don't know. I read that name earlier, too. E-R-E-K. Keep going. Okay. 
Prince Jake X said, fuck. Prince Jake. Prince Jake X said, I would also strongly advise Marco not to morph while we are inside his body. As far as, yeah. as, far as I know, Thank this God. is an unprecedented event in the history of morphing technology. There's no way to predict what the redistribution of, ma- of his mass into Z-space and the substitution of a foreign DNA will do to our miniaturized bodies. Jake pushed his hair off his forehead. Got that, Marco? Uh, not really. Axe, try English. Look, Don't morph. Don't morph. <laughs> no morphing under any circumstances. Don't worry. The thought sort of makes me sick. Okay, Axe, you're with us. I'm hoping you won't be gone long. But Marco... Yeah, yeah, Eric's phone number is on the fridge. <laughs> Listen, is it okay if I help myself to a snack after the kids go to bed? Well, what, what, what fucking kid, what kids? What are we? What? Are you in a barn? <sighs> All of help this yourself strate- to some frozen pee, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> All of this Possibles. strategic planning is fun and all, I said loudly, remembering that I'm in this story. <laughs> 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 but we're giving the Helmicrons a big honking head start. <laughs> Because amazing. Okay, Jake said, in the words of my gung ho cousin, let's do it. <laughs> you know, my cousin. What the fuck? So good. Jake and Rachel are cousins. Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot about that. We should hold hands, Cassie said. That way we won't get separated when we shrink. Maybe. The five of us huddled together. I took Cassie's hand and gently held Tobias's wing. <laughs> we watched as Marco hovered over the Helmicron ship, looking too big just and like clumsy. pinching a little wing. You want me to just finish that? Or just... Yeah, go ahead. Well, you just do this page on the next page. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Wait, so the hawk is going to shrink down too? So there's going to be like a tiny, <laughs> a little hawk, like a tiny hawk flapping around at his body? Oh my god. It'd be so damp, you wouldn't get any like... There's, like, no airflow. (laughs) Simply place your hand on the panel and pull down on the left rod, Axe said. Yeah, I got it, Marco said. Ready, set. Make sure it is in the left... Make sure it is the left rod, Axe said. You do not want to touch the right one. I I got it, Marco said, sounding annoyed. Ready, flash. A flash bulb brilliance. The light was green and shockingly bright, like looking into an emerald sun. Then, with surprising speed, we Poetic. all started to get very small. Chapter 6. Down. Down and down and down. We were shrinking. Fast. The Helmicron ship and the blue box were growing larger. Marco was positively enormous. Hey, Marco, I said, from this angle, you actually look tall. Rude. Bitch. Hey, Cool. Too bad you can't shrink the whole school, I said. Oh, they're going to fuck. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha. And free this month only, a bonus ha. What? Oh, ah. my God. Shrinking. What a clever child. I love Marco. <laughs> Shrinking is something like morphing an insect, but different, too. It's like it, but it's not. When I've been in fly morph, the fly instincts feel that being tiny is natural. <laughs> the fly instincts mean I have to seek out shit. And just constantly barf on stand it, on it. it. And then barf on it. And then eat it. Being a teeny weeny <laughs> human is just plain weird. I, I'd started out at five foot something. Now I was roughly the size of an American girl doll and getting tinier rapidly. <laughs> 
a lot of product placement. There's a there's a lot of weird references here. We were the littles. I don't get that. The borrowers. The Molina and friends. Marco was wearing the borrowers. I love the borrowers. That that sounds familiar. I don't remember. The little sounds familiar. That's a book about like tiny people who live in a house, and then there's like a a lawyer or something who's trying to sell the house, and they're trying (laughs) to protect their borrowers' house. We were like the Indian in the cupboard. Yeah, that see that reference I'd get. Thumbelina. I I don't know what the littles are. Thumbelinas. The littles. I think they have tails. Uh, I think it was a cartoon. I'm gonna find out. Marco was peering down on us. His face was the size of a billboard on Times Square. Do their clothes <laughs> also shrink? I don't know yet. <laughs> oh, good lord, that's creepy. It, um, it's a cartoon. Um, and they look like half mouse people. Ugh. Oh, they God. They are like little elf elfin. Yeah, they're like kind of chipmunky. Things. They all have like chipmunky oh, yeah, like elf ears. Oh, and yes. tails. They have tails. I don't like it. I like the borrowers. Yeah, that's a little scary. You remember Capital Critters? Mm-mm. It's a show about a bunch of mice that lived in the White House. Oh. That's adorable. Ah, uh, okay. There was a movie and it looks like it had John Goodman as the guy trying to sell the house. Uh, really? For the little. Oh, the borrowers. Oh, the yeah. borrowers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jim Broadbent. I totally <gasps> saw this movie. I forgot about Jim it. Jim Broadbent. And um, he's a treasure. I don't know this actress's name, but she's in a bunch of stuff. Uh she's a nanny McPhee, <laughs> and other more reputable things. I, think also I like love a, Nanny McPhee. A Miyazaki movie that is The Borrowers, but it goes by a character's name or something. I don't know. Smurfs are also little. She could have said Smurfs. All right. So many. Let's just stop oh, they're not that naming little, they're little things. Tall. But it's so much more interesting. <laughs> yeah, but that's well, smaller that's than an American of an, girl. Yeah. yeah, American girl doll's like that big, right? Well, that was like mid-shrinking. She, yeah. Yeah. She's getting smaller and smaller. She's just giving us reference points for every second of Oh my God, let process. me finish reading. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be free of this. Marco was peering down on us. His face was the, was the size of a billboard on Times Square. If he'd been wearing Calvin Klein briefs and nothing else, um, the illusion would have been complete. Almost. Oh, because of uh, Times Square. Okay. But they don't typically put children in only underwear on billboards. This is the horniest book yeah, we've no. ever read. It is, I feel like truly. she was going like, if he was wearing Calvin Klein briefs, his dick would have looked even bigger. <laughs> Remember, oh, Marco, right Jake called no morphing. What did you say, Marco asked? Small people are hard to hear. I said no morphing, but at that point it probably sounded like, I said no morphing. The font's smaller. That's a good touch. Yeah, nice. I like that. I can't hear you. Marco was starting to sound like a cheerleader at one of those televised competitions. So a football game? They already hear you. Oh my God. They already went through this so many fucking times. The rest of this page is just them telling him not to morph. Read it all of it. No, I'm not. The rest <laughs> of the page is them telling him not to morph, but it doesn't matter because we all know he's going he's to fucking morph. morph. He's going to morph. Obviously. Wait, what's the... Okay. I'll probably be like... You're on the left like side. Yeah. Down like a <clears throat> just, all right, so the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, she was right. The rest of the page was that. And then the last line was, that was when the first... Wait, no, no. I, the, this didn't make sense. That was when the first wave of fear rippled through me. Okay, morphing is creepy. (laughs) But in a strange way, you're in control. Something morphed morphed in here. 
It's a Helmicron! Get out of my house, you Helmicron! What the Helmicron? What? Concentrate hard enough and you can control the morph. At least to some extent. Concentrate hard enough. And even when you think you're about to take your dying breath, you can get your own body back. But shrinking? I couldn't undo this on my own. It was uh, in a very in a very real and spooky way, my life was in Marco's hands. And, of course, Marco was infested with microscopic lunatics that wanted him and us out of their way, of course, obviously. Now, we were flea-sized and still shrinking. The workbench loomed overhead like a windowless skyscraper. The treads on Marco's running shoes were like enormous purple sculptures. Down, down and down and down, down until rake marks in the dirt looked like hills. Down until bits of hay were huge, felled trees and grains of dirt were the size of soccer balls. See, any other bug would have been bigger than that. Yeah. And it would have been a lot easier to kill. Like, you could have sent two ants in there. Yeah. And we were still shrinking until we vanished and everyone died at the end. Marco, <laughs> wow, great book. <laughs> Marco's mammoth form was entirely filling my view. I just thought of some... His voice just blinked out mid-sentence. Like a radio suddenly switched off. But I knew Marco was still talking, because he was always talking. I could sense his words as sound waves breaking around me. Cassie gripped my hand a bit tighter. What just happened? We are too small to hear sounds, Axe said. That didn't happen before. Right, Tobias agreed. When the Helmicron shrunk me and Cassie and Marco, we could still hear. You couldn't hear us, but we could hear you. Cassie looked at me. Something's wrong. But aren't they, like... It seems like they're all telepathic anyway, because even when they're humans, they can hear their hawk friend in their heads. And their... Which I don't really understand. And their alien friend. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, you look too excited. Okay. All right. Chapter 7. Marco. Hi, Marco here. (laughs) You're expecting some sort of glib remark, a joke, a witty comment. Well, I wasn't in a Jim Carrey kind of space. (laughs) The Helmicrons hadn't exactly charmed me the first time around. Basically, I'd decided they were insane. Now they were inside my body. In there with little unimportant things like my heart and my lungs and my friends. You might say that they're insane in the membrane. (laughs) Insane in the brain? (laughs) (laughs) I love you guys. (laughs) The truth, I was thinking about scribbling out a little note telling Jake to take my stereo after I was gone, explaining <laughs> to father what really happened to mom. So what? Be like, scribble what? a little note. Hold, 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 hold the fucking phone. <laughs> explaining to dad what really happened to mom? What? Wait, what? Whoa, we missed something. Oh, I don't Ra- think we did. Did the Helmicrons kill his mom? And this last bit. Telling Rachel about the dream where she begged me to marry her. <laughs> the mom thing seems more important than the dream. Yeah, like, I mean, it's book 42, but, like, come on. Like, why wouldn't you bring that up? Dad, I killed mother. <laughs> so I have to read this whole page in this voice, huh? Yes, you do. <laughs> Adding to the general creepiness factor was the fact that my friends weren't talking to me. I heard Axe say, no morphing. Then, nothing. Nothing for at least a minute. Then, Marco, this is Axe. We have a problem. You will not be able to hear the others. Just Tobias and me in thought speak. 
But you can hear me, right? That's not that much of a problem. Yeah. Uh, All right, so you can talk still. Another long pause. Then, Cassie said I should explain that none of us can hear you either. Axe, of course. Well, how annoying, I said. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how am I supposed to keep up troop morale when nobody can even hear my comic genius? Is that what he's there for? Nothing. (laughs) Oh, right. They couldn't hear me. You need to pick us up and put us in your nose. (laughs) Axe said. I love Axe. You stick us right up your butt, Morty. (laughs) Jim, way up there. Way up there. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, except, big problem, how was I supposed to pick them up without squishing them? I had to squint just to see them. They were, like, the size of dandruff flakes. I leaned over and stared at the ground. Okay, second big problem. I'd lost them. Frantically, I scanned the dirt and hay. Ah! Ah, why is that happening? (laughs) Chris is showing us a terrifying video of a raccoon drinking water. An adorable, longest tongue I've ever seen. Why is his Why is his teeth out? He looks like he's angry, but he's thirsty. (laughs) (laughs) I leaned over and stared at the ground. Okay. So, oh, fuck. Second big problem. I'd lost them. Frantically, I scanned the dirt and hay. Nothing. Stupid, stupid, stupid. I was ticked. We hadn't thought of this. Bad Marco. We should have arranged for everyone to hop on my hand when they got to be about an inch high. Yeah. And then what? Snort them? <laughs> yeah. Because fi- I'm not doing that voice. Because finding my friend seemed totally impossible. Major feeling of dread. I'd faced death before. Each one of us had 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 at least one major close call. Had had. But this was different. 42 of them. This was everyone. As in, I would be the only Animorph left alive. Little me against all the bad guys. But also, like, your life is also in danger. Why are you not yeah. thinking that everyone's fighting you inside s- your face? still have aliens in, in you. I felt like puking. Stress. Or something else. Some strange little aliens marching through my, what, nose, lungs, brain? Urethra. Doing who knows what kind of damage. No time to freak out. Time to find my friends and stick them up my nose. Ah! Tobias suddenly screamed in my head. Ah! My stomach took a lurch. Definitely stressed. Marco, now would be an excellent time to remove us from the floor, Axe said. Fine, fine, I muttered. Just tell me where you are. Of course, they couldn't hear me. Then I saw it. A black bug with a hard shell. Weird pincers in the front. Scary. Considering how panicked Tobias sounded, my friends were somewhere near that big bad beetle. Bored. <laughs> Fuck. I dropped to my knees. Is that knees. a Star Trek thing? No, it was a show, right? Yeah, big bad beetle bugs. I dropped to my knees. At first, nothing but dirt. Then, there! A few, two colorful grains of sand. I tried to count them. I couldn't smash the beetle if he had one of my friends. One, two, three, four, five. (laughs) Okay. Oh, wait. I I reached out and I snatched up the beetle by a back leg. Flung him toward the freezer. Thanks. Tobias said shakily. You're welcome, I muttered, even though he wouldn't hear me. Okay, I could see the colorful specks, but I was—I still had no idea how to pick them up, and I was afraid to look away. 
Chapter 8. Rachel, have these chapters had titles before? Oh, uh, no. I think they just do that when the... Perspective changes. Oh. Perspective changes. All right. Okay. Chapter 8. Rachel, I'm going to read this page, too. Our little vacation in the hay forest was nice, but I was ready to leave. <laughs> Especially after the beetle episode. We could see Marco hovering overhead. His face was an entire landscape. Nose mountain. Cheek plains. He was a giant. Why doesn't he pick us up? Cassie asked. Marco wasn't doing anything except staring at us. Maybe he's waiting for Jake to tell him what to do, I said nastily. Jesus. Tiny is definitely not my thing. Axe looked at Jake. Prince Jake, is it possible Marco is afraid of hurting us? Why is he calling Prince? Because oh, he's an alien. He don't know better. <clears throat> right, Jake said. Let's tell him how to pick us up. Or, how should he pick us up? Easy, I said. We grab a piece of hay, he sticks it up his nose, and we're off. <laughs> Jake nodded. <clears throat> that piece there, he pointed to a piece of hay a few paces away. <clears throat> Climbing it was easy. At our size, the hay say, looked rough. What do you say? <laughs> like someone had taken a cheese grater to its side. I grabbed a couple of handholds and pulled myself up. No problem. I feel like I could take on Schwarzenegger, I said. I feel like I could take on the whole empire. <laughs> Cassie nodded as she scrambled up beside me. Something about being small makes you stronger. We noticed it before. Like ants lifting a thousand times their weight, so they're all Ant-Man. That does not make sense, uh, yeah, unless you are an ant. Yeah. I feel like if I was a tiny person, I'd just feel like a tiny person. If I was a tiny person, I'd try to lift this paper and be like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Once we were all aboard, Axe told Marco to pick up the hay. Two fingers the size of sequoia trunks, lowered, pinched, and lifted. Ah, Cassie screamed. Ah, I yelled. We were being blasted ah. into space. The G-force knocked me on my butt. I just managed to hang on. The wind was whipping. I could barely breathe. I saw something flash by. Could have been Marco's knee. <laughs> Slow down, Tobias shouted. The wind died down. The landscape beneath us shifted from jeans color to t-shirt color to chin color. T-shirts come in a variety of colors. <laughs> no, so do t-shirt colors. <laughs> All right. Fantastic voyage, I said. The voyage inside Marco. How many more references are they going to make? <laughs> God, I don't know. Being small. That was an old when sci-fi When did Inner Space movie. come out? Before this book. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was like 80, late 80s, right? 85, I think, or something like that. Mm. I still love that movie. It's a great film. That was an old sci-fi movie. This is a horror flick, Tobias said. We passed into shadow. Apparently into, can I just say, ew, Marco's nose. <laughs> Gag me with a spoon. <laughs> when my eyes adjusted to the dimness, I saw a widely spaced forest of rough, textured black hairs ew. sprouting out of what looked like a waxy pink granite wall. The hairs were sapling sized, long, crisscrossing high overhead. A shifting, intermittent, intermittent wind tossed them. Okay, everybody off, Jake said. He reached for a nearby hair. Tobias fluttered above my head. Prince Jake. one of them is a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> a tiny hawk. Prince Jake, I should moor first, Axe said. I think he my hooves will slow me there. down in this terrain. Do it. I don't know. <laughs> I reached out for a hair and pulled myself onto it. The hair sagged under my weight. Ew. Below the void, I could see a bright oval spot of light. 
I was looking straight out of Marco's nostril. Oh, yeah. Here's a thought. Did they bring, like, headlamps in there with well, them? Okay. Because here's my, they're not yeah. going to be able to see shit. And here's my other thought. Every time, like, this has ever happened in pop culture where, like, they need to go inside a human mm. body, you're wearing, like, a spacesuit and you're in, basically, a tiny spaceship. They're just fucking in there. Like, once they get anywhere past, like, his nose, it's not like there's a bunch of just air in your body. Yeah. Your body is just goo. Your body is just, like, liquid and goo and... Bones. Goo and bones. If, if all of the documentaries where people went inside people that I've watched have taught me anything, is you need some sort of submersible that could withstand. Yes. About like, a yeah. like, a yeah. tiny, like, like a school bus. Like a tiny school bus. Or a, or a tiny spaceship. submarine or a tiny spaceship. Like a fantastic and you voyage. Need, and, and like double, you that know. That episode of Futurama. Yeah. yeah. And like even better, like just put, uh, they also have suits. So that when they go out of the spaceship, because they're going to be just like floating in blood. Yeah. What if they end up in his stomach? They'll be dissolved be to death. I and they need read flashlights for sure. Say what? They need flashlights. Absolutely for sure. need flashlights. Maybe they packed them. We'll see. <laughs> Let's turn into an animal and use their night eyes. Oh yeah, owls. Just a bunch of owls. Just a bunch of full, body. tiny owls flying around <laughs> your insides. I was looking straight out of Marco's oh, nostril. God. The ground was miles and miles away. I quickly scrambled toward the overhang. Ugh, the wall was oddly warm. Body temperature. There was something really weird about pressing myself into Marco's skin. Because you want to fuck him. (laughs) There was something really weird about being tiny and inside Marco's nose. (laughs) Gave me a... (laughs) That's what I... Yeah, that's the other thing I was thinking. Like, should he lay down? He's, like, standing up. If he moves, they're all going to be like, they're already fighting gravity. Yeah. Gave me a massive case of the (laughs) heebie-jeebies. We've all got the heebie-jeebies. You I know, book, Jake said thoughtfully, really I think this is the most disgusting <laughs> mission we've ever done. <laughs> Something about being inside Marco makes me feel like a yerk. Check it out, Cassie I whispered. You can feel <laughs> Marco's breath in. A cool breath, or a cool breeze blew up from the opening below us and out. Now a warmer, moist breeze blew Ew. in the opposite This is the most <laughs> sexual book. Uh, <laughs> this is horrifying. Uh, Are I mean, they all this gross? I, I wonder. So. I don't know. God damn. Also, here's okay. I'm gonna read them in my own time. I was <laughs> I was really looking forward to like a book full of kids morphing into animals, but they're it, but, like that's not what this book is. Like we read the wrong one. <laughs> we read the right one. <laughs> I clung, staring up. The wall arched over my head at a 45-degree angle. I couldn't see the end of the overhang, but it went way, way up, disappearing into darkness. There was no sign of the Helmicrons, no footprints to tell us which way to go. Now what? I asked. Climb? Cassie suggested. I watched it as Axe completed his morph to Northern Harrier. As his stalk eyes withered and vanished, I will never understand why. They turned into tiny people... And now we're turning into tiny animals instead of just turning into tiny bugs. How fucked up would or it be? Or just regular size bugs. Regular yeah. bugs. So, yeah. like, so when Because now if they turn into a tiny bug, they'll be really, they'll be really, 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 really tiny. They'll be yeah. way too small. They'll enter the quantum realm. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I was thinking, it's like, okay, so, like, mass, right? So they can turn into a tiny little bug or a gigantic yeah. little thing, regardless of what size they are. 
Yeah. So yeah, what if like true. yeah, their human form shrunk, but if she turned into, into an, an elephant, elephant. Yeah, she'd still explode. be bigger than a yeah. person. His nose be like ah. Yeah, like what would be the relative <laughs> size yeah. of like a sixteenth of an inch tall person turning into that ratio of an elephant? Yeah. What's really, that size? It would really fuck Might up Marco. Might as well have been a tick. Oh <laughs> uh, God. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> I watched his axe completed his morph to Northern Harrier as his stalk eyes withered and vanished. Slurp! His tail violently disappeared into his body Ooh. like an electric cord into a vacuum. Ew! Tail feathers shot out. Let's all get wings, I suggested. Flying will be easier than trying to rock climb, so they are all going to turn into fucking birds inside their friend's face. Until you're in goo. <laughs> Can't fly goo. through goo. <laughs> Fuck. Where'd the bullet go, uh, doctor? It's in goo. <laughs> so his tail just like shot back it's, up into his butt. It slurped. Basically. It, yeah, it was like. <laughs> oh, the, way they, the way they described every morph is that there's a slurp. Yeah. Every morph is like just flaccid, just flapping. Like they get all wet. That's why I was thinking of the fly, because yeah. all I can think of is yeah. just how. Goopy Jeff Goldblum is in that movie. He was very goopy. They brundle more. Was that the draw of these books? Just like gross. I don't grosso I, stuff. I did not. I don't know. I never well, read them. Yeah, I, I guess I'm not asking you. But and like books, I don't remember that much of them from the when I was the books younger. Was always the cover. Yeah, because you, know, yeah. like, you look at the cover and it's just like, oh, a girl turning into an elephant. But that obviously, it's the, the book first... about going in their friend's body. Yeah, this shit's the first page. Yeah, this is the first. She already page. was that elephant. Like this next bit. Is giving us a little extra, although, like, yeah, I'm guessing she turns into an elephant. Well, but why is there a boot in there? Right? Are the Helmicrons? I, no, I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> I would. You're gonna wake up in the middle of the night and be like, "What the Helmicrons, John? The Helmicrons." Yeah. <laughs> she's, gonna, she's gonna shake me awake and just be like, "I can't stop thinking about the like Helmicrons." The math doesn't make sense. Yeah. Wouldn't the shrink ray make them the same size as the Helmicrons? Yeah. So an elephant should be bigger than a Helmicron. Are you saying the boot belongs to a Helmicron? I'm saying it could, but I, think, I just don't know. I think know. that's a Helmicron. But who does the boot belong to? I don't know. I want to know why there's a boot in a nose. Marco's foot or something? Because he's the only one regular sized at this point. But, like, but it looks but like it's in his body. It, looks, it does look like it's in a body. Yeah like, yeah, like look at the background. The background looks like like a, like the skin of a hand. Like your palm. But it's all wet. I know. <laughs> okay, uh, Helmicrons are a tiny alien race being about 16th of an inch tall. We already know that point. Uh, they appear humanoid insectoid with blue skin, two pairs of legs, heads shaped like upside down cones, uh, two googly eyes sitting on top, and vertical mouths. Female Helmicrons what? are larger and more aggressive oh, yeah. than male Helmicrons. Yeah, is that so what that, that is? So that's a Helmicron. Let right? me see it. Yeah, so that lizard looking thing is a Helmicron. That's a Helmicron. This thing that you can't okay. see I like it. is a Helmicron. <laughs> All right. I still think they sound like little elves. <laughs> All right. We are we are almost done. Uh, hanging onto the delicate nose hairs in the slick wall, we morphed. Tricky, but I felt much, much better as a bald eagle. Touching Marco's... Uh, touching Marco's insides was wigging me out. Wait till you have sex. Morphs complete. We put our backs... To Marco, we put our backs to Marco's nostril and flew. A red-tailed hawk, a peregrine falcon, a northern harrier, a bald eagle, an owl. On and on, like flying into a cave. 
darker and darker the deeper we got. Oh, yeah. Flying was easier than climbing. But it was still hard work because it was moist. Because it was inside a nose. Each time Marco exhaled, we lost ground. A bald eagle can... <laughs> A bald eagle can hover for hours on a nice updraft, but there were no updrafts here. Soon I was exhausted from flapping my wings up and down. Bef <laughs> you say flapping a lot. Before long, a flat... What? Before... Oh my god. Before long, a flat plane opened up beneath us. My raptor ears started to pick up sounds. It's a bird turn. I know, but... Helmut... <laughs> Helmicrons, Tobias said, farther in. They sounded angry, as if they were arguing. Women, am I right? Because <laughs> they're like men and women. I understand. Finally, I could make out their forms. Do you see what, do you see what I see? I asked. The Helmicrons, Jake said. Yes, but I hesitated, uncertain. Bald eagles see well during the day. They can spot a salmon swimming upstream from a mile up. But it was dark now, and I was practically blind. Yeah, why the fuck wasn't she an owl to begin with all of them? Yeah. Isn't, isn't something wrong? Take us home, Chris. Please, for the love of God. Please. I feel like End these this. were just a natural, like a natural progression from zoo books. <clears throat> Trick uh, kids into learning. The Helmicrons look kind of These are barely big, weird. Tobias said. Kind of big, as in enormous, huge. Gargantuan. They shrunk too far. <laughs> they were the size of giraffes. No. Bigger. Twice as big. <laughs> An easy mistake to make. Twice as big as a giraffe. As big as air, <laughs> As big as air traffic control towers. I could morph elephant and still only come up to their calves. Another thing. Where the fucking Marco's body are they? <laughs> Another thing. These were Sinus some cavity? seriously ugly aliens. Oh, they're finally describing what they look like. Heads wide and perfectly flat on top. Eyes rolled around up there like big green marbles. Faces, upside down pyramids. Chins, barbed. Teeth gnashed barbed in front either side of their mouths. And an extra set of legs made them look like walking tables. They appeared to be exactly a hundred times our size, Axe said calmly. How? Jake wondered. It is possible. Perhaps I made a miscalculation when I calibrated the shrinking device. Oh, you dumbass. Uh -huh. Axe, make a simple mathematical error? No. More likely, the Helmicrons guessed we'd try to use the shrinking ray, I said. Guessed and sabotaged it before they bailed out of their ship. The little stinkers, Cassie said. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Jesus Christ. You guys have made me do a lot of weird stuff into this microphone. I might hate you the most for this one. <laughs> yeah, this was Perfectly rough. Perfectly fair. This was a little, this was great, but it was rough. Um, Jesus. I loved every bit of it. <laughs> uh, I just want to real quick see if we can recap what the fuck just happened. No, nope. I can't tell you a damn thing. Started out, she started out as an elephant. They were in a Dunkin' Donuts. They were fighting <laughs> a bunch of zombies. People had been taken over by brain slugs. They killed a bunch of them. Succeeded in their plan. They had like a James Bond opening. Yeah, like they had a successful mission. Yeah, and... it was like the end of a successful mission. Then they all went to a gross well, alley. Yeah, some kid took a picture of them. Kid took a while picture they of them. While back they were to normal. Yeah, while her flaccid tusks were slapping together. You think if she turned her head like too soon while transforming, like a tusk would hit you in the face? Oh, definitely. Absolutely. She, yeah, they would just be like, 
<laughs> and then they all turned into various birds, tailed this guy for like two days, I think. Yeah, found him but did nothing about it. Found him but did nothing about it. Went to a barn. <laughs> Where a dildo rode in driving a Barbie truck. <laughs> Full of tiny, angry alien women. And men. And men? They were yeah. there too, I guess. Which apparently in the last book they encountered them, they freed the men. <laughs> and then the Which like what are you trying to tiny get across? Aliens leapt out of the dildo. Marco got knocked out, they went up his nose, everyone argued for a while, and now it's Fantastic Voyage slash interspace slash magic school bus. Yeah. And they are way too small. And they're way too small. That 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 is too much stuff. Yeah, I'd also like to point out that um, that was 47 pages. That's it. Out of 140. Like, what else is going to happen? I'm yeah. so tired. <laughs> yeah, that was that was part one of three of us reading this thing. This is who wrote it. Oh, she's cute. That puppy? Yeah. Wait, let me see. She probably morphs into the puppy. Who's the person holding her? <laughs> A Helmicron. <laughs> Do you think she named that puppy Helmicron? That would be great. I hope so. Did she write all of them, or is this like a collaborative? That's a good question. Series. Uh, Catherine Alice Applegate oh. is an American young adult and children's fiction writer, Related best known as the author Applegate. of the Animorphs. The same joke twice. <laughs> uh, Mother of Christina Applegate. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, she has several pen names: L. E. Blair, Catherine Kendall, Beth Kincaid, A. R. Plum, and Pat Polari. Most of those sound like they write romance novels. Did she ever write romance novels? Yeah, most of That's those. That's what I want to know. Uh, it's too much of a Wikipedia article to read the whole thing, yeah, but I don't need to know that much about her, right? No, we should probably just Ann Arbor, stop Michigan. Now. <laughs> All right, let's go to Ann Arbor, track her down, ask her why. <laughs> what did you do? Ask this? why. Why did you do this? Okay, so thanks for listening to this episode of Below Grade Level. I don't feel good about it. <laughs> I feel real weird about this okay, book. Okay, she has an entire series called the Making Out series. Yes. And, why are we, uh, why are we reading those? Original publication when the series was titled Boyfriends Slash Girlfriends. <laughs> Only the first eight books were written by Applegate of this, though. And they are titled Zoe Fools Around, Jake Finds Out, Nina Won't Tell, Ben's in love. Claire gets caught. What Zoe saw. Lucas gets hurt. Aisha goes wild. Zoe plays games. Nina shapes up. Ben takes a chance. Claire can't lose. Don't tell Zoe. Aaron, let's go. Who loves Kate? Laura gets even. Two-timing Aisha. Zoe speaks out. Kate finds love. Never trust Laura. (laughs) Trouble with Aaron. Always loving Zoe. Laura gets lucky. Now Zoe's alone. Don't forget Lara. Zoe's broken oh heart. God, Falling stop. for Claire and Zoe comes home. Oh my god. Oh my god. Whoa. I want to read those. I wish we were reading those so much more. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Oh my god. Okay. So. Greatest writer ever. Join us next time when we continue this thing. <laughs> where we read. This journey. Where we go. Where we keep going on this journey together. Because that's the name of the book. And we read part two or three, and uh, God help who our next guest is. <laughs> Not gonna be me, I Thank, refuse. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll call you back when we do Baby Exodus Club. Yes, please. That shit's fun. Hell yeah! Um, thank you for coming. We'll, Those have gotten better as we've gone on. Baby Oh, definitely. Club. Like, yeah, just the books themselves, like judging them by themselves, they've gotten better. Um, what would you like to? Do you have anything to plug? No. Do you think you have thing anything that you want people to know about, or do you want to? 
the CD reads, which we plugged earlier. Cool. There's only like six episodes, but they're fun. They're great. I love them. You should listen to them. Becca, anything? Besides just, CD reads? Just that one. CD reads. Pop Second Theater. Pop Second um, Theater. Mm-hmm. Reedy Seeds. Chris, Go home. Chris, anything that you would like to uh, <laughs> let our listeners know about? Uh, nope. That's pretty much everything else that you guys plugged. Yeah. Other than CD reads. We I'm, all do the I'm same shit together. We all do the same <laughs> everything shit together. Else, so. Check out cactusrodeo.com. I renamed my comic last year and then I stopped drawing it, so I need to start doing that again soon now that it's January and I should be productive. So Resolutions and whatnot. Resolutions. I'm going to make more puppets and I'm going to draw more stupid things. Uh, my resolutions to do more stand-up. I did not I make a resolution. That again. Yeah. That's it. Well, <laughs> thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Below Grade Level is a Cactus Radio production. You can contact us at podcast at cactusrodeo.com. Subscribe and follow on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. And follow Cactus Rodeo on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more entertainment and updates.